0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
1: What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. Lakers. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Lars tool You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get see. it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Can okay, no. you call
2: in your shot
0: again? A team that has two stars or two superstars, in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP.
1: I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, it's, a, it's a very clear message. It's two stars, LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board.
0: The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast
2: Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. How do I get, Percy John? This is Dan Patrick. Well, if the coronavirus didn't have your attention 24 hours ago, it certainly should now. Welcome to the program, hour one on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Uncharted Waters the coronavirus's impact on sports is a story that is moving rapidly. The focal point for average fans seems to be the NCAA tournament. It's an event that defines the spring, and normally everybody can enjoy it, and uh, as of 9.01 East Coast time, they're planning on holding it with no fans, but that could change. There's so much to consider here. you got to Weigh public safety over entertainment here. The amateur athletes who work so hard to get to this point but when you step back and think about the tournament, the one thing that jumps to mind is always teamwork and that comes to mind because the most talented team doesn't always win but the team that plays together uh, plays together has a much better chance and hopefully that will be the mindset of not just the sports world, but the country, as we confront the coronavirus teamwork with this right now, it's not about your brackets or who's going to win March madness. It's sort of about getting through this and getting back to normal and enjoying sports like we normally do as soon as we can. If you look at a 12 hour period, in fact, it's a span of less than 12 hours yesterday. Just some of the things that happened here where you had the, um, Wall Street Journal saying baseball is exploring alternate sites for games. That was a little after 1 o'clock yesterday. The Columbus Blue Jackets closed their home games to fans. And then 30 minutes later, Tulsa's football players were quarantined. The Golden State Warriors, they closed home games to the fans. Uh, the Seattle XFL game played without fans. The Ohio governor says that the basketball games, the uh, first four in Ohio, will be played without fans. That's before the NCAA made its announcement. The U.S. State Department bans non-essential travel. The Ivy League cancels all spring sporting events. Penn State closes athletic events to fans. Washington did the same thing. NCAA at 4.15 yesterday advises against holding sporting events with fans. NCAA tournament at 4.30. The NCAA tournament will be played without fans. Michigan canceled its spring football game. Juventus football player Danielle Bugani tests positive for coronavirus. San Jose Sharks close their home games to fans. The Big Ten closes its basketball tournament and sport uh, spring sporting events to fans. Big 12 limits its basketball tournament to teams, 125 tickets, and no cheerleaders. So that's at 6:40 Eastern. ACC right before 8 o'clock closes its basketball tournament to fans. Ohio State says no football recruiting. Jazz Thunder game at 8:40 Eastern postponed. That's when we went, wait a minute here. Something really serious has happened. And you turn on the game and you don't know what's happening. And, you know, the broadcasters didn't know what was happening. A lot of the players, the fans, certainly didn't know what was happening. And you had some people running around trying to get some details. We'll talk to a reporter who was there, Eric Horn. He writes for The Athletic. He covers the Oklahoma City Thunder on what that was like to be at the arena for six hours. And they weren't letting people go with Rudy Gobert testing positive. ...for the coronavirus. Then it continued. The ACC closes its basketball tournament to fans. Ohio State cancels its spring football game. Pac-12 closes its basketball tournament in Vegas to fans. President Trump at 904 announces Europe travel ban. Then Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson say they tested positive for coronavirus in Australia. SEC closes its basketball tournament to fans. Just around 9.30, Rudy Gobert did test positive for coronavirus. NBA season suspended four minutes later. Pelicans-Kings game, that was odd, too, at 10.38 Eastern. That was postponed because the official in that game came in contact with Rudy Gobert in a previous game. 10.44 Eastern, Big East closes Madison Square Garden to fans for the basketball tournament. Then at 11.20, Oklahoma officials arrived to test jazz players for the coronavirus Uh, WAC basketball tournament postponed due to medical situation. And then Nebraska head coach Fred Hoiberg has influenza A. They weren't sure if he had the coronavirus. He was cleared. He went to the hospital. But they said it was just a severe case of the flu. All of that happened in less than 12 hours yesterday. Here's some uh, other updated information for you. The National Hockey League announced it would make a decision on the immediate future of its season After a meeting taking place this morning, we'll give you an update on that as soon as we get it. Baseball meets on Friday to discuss if they will delay the start of the season. We'll talk to the Dodgers' Clayton Kershaw about that coming up a little bit later on. The California Department of Public Health said large gatherings that include 250 people or more should be postponed or canceled, and that would obviously include sporting events. It's fluid, it's moving rapidly. And as I said yesterday, and I firmly believe this, in fact, a couple of days ago, it will get worse before it gets better. And it's been a surreal 24 hours. I don't have all the answers and don't want to project that I have any answers, even advice for these leagues. I think common sense has to be at the forefront here. Can you shut everything down for a couple of weeks? Hit the reset button and kind of gather all the information we need. And then if you want to continue to play these uh, you know, tournaments, do you postpone, you know, the NFL with the draft coming up in Vegas? I would be very surprised if they hold the draft in Vegas. There's a lot of things that are pending here. Major League Baseball has a couple of weeks before opening day. But March Madness is upon us. And my feeling was, and still feel that way, we're going to be playing these games without games or uh, fans. And I think that's the uh, smart approach to have with this. But Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus. There are probably quite a few athletes right now who have the coronavirus, may not know it, according to the CDC, Center for Disease Control. You may not know it, but if somebody tests positive during the NCAA tournament, then what happens? So a lot of questions, not a lot of answers, but we continue to explore. Jay Billis will join us. He's covering the ACC tournament here, and uh, we'll get his thoughts coming up in a little bit. If you'd like, get in touch with the program, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners, the uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show, and our Fox Sports lineup of radio affiliates around the country, numbering 362. We don't have a poll question today because I don't know if there was something that was applicable in this situation. Uh, We tossed around some things, but, you know, this is, you know, it's not frivolous. Uh, this is something that we'll probably talk about 50 years from now. I think it's that big. With what's just happening in the sports world, this will be something that we talk about. This will be a 30 for 30. Books will be written on this. Uh, and I know there's a lot of hate being directed at Rudy Gobert. we got other things to worry about than that. We should. Um uh, He made a dumb mistake at a press conference and they trotted him out as if to say, hey, there's nothing to worry about here. We know there is something to worry about. Rudy Gobert touching all the microphones when he went out for a press conference there. But the hate towards Rudy Gobert is not going to solve anything here, folks. It goes back to what I said to start the show. This is about teamwork. It's about trying to understand what we have and how we can get this under control the best we can, because right now. I mean, that, all of that happened in less than 12 hours yesterday. What is going to happen next? Does the NBA just cancel its season? You know, you've got basketball coming up in less than three hours. So there's at least 50 basketball games today, Division One, And, you know, the NCAA is in some uncharted territory here. They're in a really difficult position because these teams are trying to qualify for the NCAA tournament. And if they can't play then they're not going to get that opportunity. Then you have to go back and say, well, the regular season champ gets to you know, make it. You know, like the Ivy League. Remember when the Ivy League canceled its games, its basketball tournament? That was only a day and a half ago. Feels like it was a long time ago. Now it's so much bigger than this. And the NCAA tournament with these bids, the importance of that, Selection Sunday coming up, and all of these games that are being played right now. Pretty Amazing. So we'll talk to Jay Billis about that. We'll check in with uh, Eric Horn. He was at uh, Chesapeake Energy Arena last night, Oklahoma City, where they got ready to start a basketball game. And then all of a sudden you realize there was a whole lot more going on. Uh, you know, it, I think when you're you're trying to put this in perspective here, and go, okay, now I got a handle on it. I probably have more questions than I had 12 hours ago, 24 hours ago. But this is what it sounded like in Oklahoma City. The public address announcer telling the fans the game was going to be postponed.
3: The game tonight has been postponed.
0: You are all safe. And
2: take your time in leaving the arena tonight and do so in an orderly fashion. Thank you for coming out tonight.
3: We are all safe. And you can visit OKCThunder.com for updates on upcoming games.
2: That's not an easy announcement to make. And by the way, go to oklahomacity.com. And they gave him a paper, piece of paper and just said, uh, here you go. Here you do it. The game is uh, postponed tonight. Drive home safely and go to oklahomacity.com. All righty. Here is Mark Cuban, the Mavs owner, on this decision.
0: Nobody at the Dallas Mavericks is an expert on infectious diseases or their spread, and so this is not a situation where you fake it to your make it or try to sound or act important. Um, the NBA has hired people with expertise in those areas, and they're working with people from the government. We have to defer to them, and that's exactly what we'll do. And effectively, if one player, two players, whatever it is, already have it, you know, we'll have to act accordingly, and I think the NBA made the right decision.
2: That's during the game, and I will say there's some people who should be commended for the work they did last night. First of all, ESPN, Scott Van Pelt did a wonderful job hosting last night, and Doris Burke during the game. Doris Burke is saying, basically, this is really weird. There's, There's something going on here, and I can't imagine that the Pelicans game with the Kings later is going to be played there. And she said probably shouldn't be played. But it was a surreal 24 hours of the world of sports. Not to mention the entire world. All right. You guys have thoughts how it affected you guys last night? I know that we were – Paulie goes 675, and that's code to just go direct TV to 675. You go there, and I went, there's nothing to see here. And then I realized there was nothing to see, but there was a whole lot going on there. That, That was the Oklahoma City game with the Jazz and Rudy Gobert. And then you're not quite sure, and then all of a sudden you get the announcement, Rudy Gobert has tested positive for the coronavirus. And then you wonder, how many people have come in contact with him? Now, he played Toronto a couple nights ago. Like That's, that's when you get nervous where you're going, okay, just how many people came in contact with him, and then Toronto played somebody, and, and, and you know that team played somebody. You start to connect the dots, and that's where you have to shut it down.
0: Yeah, I'm pulling. I, I turned down, I think it's Fox Sports, Oklahoma, as soon as I got a tip that something was going on. And, and everyone's just standing around looking at each other. And then you see this guy, and he looks like a staffer for the, the, I don't know which team, the Thunder or the Jazz. He comes running out and goes up to the refs and a few other guys, and he's like in their face, and they're kind of like covering their mouths. And then you see Chris Paul walk over, and Chris Paul's trying to eavesdrop, and he's walking over to the other bench, and he's yelling stuff over the bench. And then everyone just goes away. Like the two teams left, the, the players left, and then it was, they're just quiet and the, they would throw back the studio it was very surreal.
2: And I know that those fans in Oklahoma City had no idea what was going on and that's why they were upset and they, you know they vocalized you know their opinion there but now you know what was happening there and the severity of this with Rudy Gobert yeah Tom.
3: Just that timeline that you went through at the start of the show, it was just one wow after the other. I just kind of experienced it as a tidal wave. Just, oh, my God, they're not letting fans into March Madness, and then they're canceling the NBA season, or they're putting it on hiatus. Just, there wasn't a chance to even take a breath as things were rolling in with the news.
2: And you just do the numbers here. You know, what are the odds of somebody testing positive at the NCAA tournament? Just the number of players, the number of teams. You just run the numbers here and say, it's not a question of if, but it feels like when. And then you have fans there. Can you have fans there? You have uh, friends and family going to a game. You know, this is uncharted territory here, trying to figure this out as we move forward. And the best possible situation solution for each league.
0: Yeah, Watching the end of Mavs Nuggets as it just sort of ticked down to the end of the game and you were waiting and you're like, I don't know, is this the last game of the season or is the next one going to happen? Because we were all texting at the time about uh, Pelicans-Kings and things. Paul is like, I don't think they're going to play this game. There's just no way that they continue with this. It was very strange. Um, And even the the announcers, I think they did the best that they could, but you could tell even that was odd for them too. Yeah, McLovin. I I turned to the Knicks-Hawks, which is actually a great game, ironically. But then they checked in Vince Carter, and he hit a three. And it made you realize, uh, and Twitter uh, said this too, that could be the last shot Vince Carter ever takes. he's probably going to retire after this year. And it's funny, I watched the Sixers Pistons, and I kept thinking to myself, because all these texts were going, I'm like, is this the last game I'm going to see? Yeah, I couldn't
2: do that. I said, if this is the last game I get to watch, it can't be Sixers Pistons.
0: (laughs) I thought the same thing.
2: (laughs) I I just said I can't. I got to find something there. And thank God Trey Young went off for 42. Like, I just said, oh, my God, if this is the last game I see for a while, it can't be this crappy game. But uh, I did watch a little bit of it, and then then I started to go. You know, when you realize it might be your last meal for a while, then you start scarfing it down a little bit. And I went, "Oh my God, what am I going to do here?" There's no no more NBA for a little while there, and a selfish moment for me.
0: Yeah, McLov. I had a selfish show too. I wanted to see Zion play in the late game, yeah. um, but I think Polytech texted out. This game's probably not going to happen. It dawned on me. But that would have been a lot better than Sixers. Pistons. Who are those guys on the Pistons, by the way, Dan?
2: Once again, the National Hockey League is having a meeting this morning to talk about the future of its season. Baseball will meet on Friday. Baseball has a little bit of time here. But you have the Seattle Mariners who can't play any home games. And then they're talking about, well, can we play games in neutral sites or can it be at somebody else, other you know, team's home park because they have less of an outbreak there. I, we, we can't be rolling the dice with this right now. It, it needs to be more of a let's shut things down to understand the severity of this. You get testing there for these players, uh, coaches. Uh, you know, if fans are going to games, there's just you run the numbers here, and the numbers aren't in favor for any of these leagues. And at the NCAA tournament, I know it's a billion dollar entity here, but if somebody tests positive, one person. Because if Rudy Gobert doesn't test positive, we're still playing basketball games. At least I feel like that. Might be, you know, Golden State was going to have their game and and there weren't going to be any fans. And we were like, okay, everybody's going to follow suit. You know, I thought the NBA would be at the forefront where you play games. There's nobody there. Golden State was the first. And then all of a sudden Rudy Gobert tests positive. If he doesn't test positive, Oklahoma City and Utah play last night. Zion plays against Sacramento. And then we might be reassessing, but it feels like we would have games with no fans. That's where the NCAA is right now with these basketball games. No one's tested positive yet. But when one person does, now you quarantine a team, maybe they can't advance. There's a lot left to this story. Yeah, Seaton. So given
0: that, what you just said, do you just shut it down today? If you if you were making the call, do you shut down the tournament today and try to avoid the whole waiting for somebody to
2: test positive? Yes. Yes. I think it's that severe. And and I, I'm not an alarmist and, and I but I said this earlier in the week that it I feel like we're like Italy was and we're ten days behind Italy and look what's happened in Italy. It you know, we love to go, well it doesn't happen here in the United States, or we'll come up with something here. Mm, that's not the case. And if I I would just say, let's shut things down here. I wouldn't have the NFL draft. I would postpone the start of Major League Baseball season. I would not have the tournament. I would postpone it for at least two weeks. Uh, you may not like it, but you know what? We may look back on this 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now and say, those are the right decisions that were made. Not popular, but this isn't about the sporting world. I, I know in our world it is. And it's my livelihood. But this is a far bigger story. This is a huge story. And I, I don't know what the next 24 hours is going to bring. But if, you know, the last 24 hours brought us that, what is next here? We'll check in with Eric Horn as he was uh, held for quite a few hours there in Oklahoma City, covers uh, the Thunder for the Athletic. And just what that must have been like as he's waiting to find out, did he get tested for the coronavirus? Yeah, Pauline.
0: Dan, we're just talking over here, the guys, and uh, I know it's a serious topic, but uh, I have four letters that could help everything. A-U-A-A. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I got an announcement to make coming
2: up after the break. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yes. It's a serious, serious announcement that I'll have for you. That'll be coming up. Uh, This program brought to you by True Car. Go to True Car to build your car and compare models by options. From discovery to pricing to reviews, get everything you need with the new true car. Phone calls are welcome. I'm not sure what your questions are. Don't know what the answers are either to those questions. But feel free. It's interactive. You want to tweet us, you can. And uh, we appreciate you joining us on uh, YouTube. It's free. It's YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Take a break. 21 after the hour. This is The Dan Patrick Show.
3: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com.
0: It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts.
2: Got phone calls lined up. We'll get to those coming up. Full slate of NCAA tournament games supposed to begin exactly one week from today. Opening day Major League Baseball exactly two weeks from today. Go to rockauto.com, all the parts your car or truck will ever need, rockauto.com, a family business founded by automotive engineers in 1999, two goals in mind, first to give you direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter, and second, making those parts affordable by offering reliably low prices, they're there 24-7, rockauto.com, the parts delivered right to your home or office, you don't waste time and money hunting for parts. Phoning, driving, waiting in lines. Go to rockauto.com. Make sure you tell them we sent you. All the parts, your car, truck, whatever need at rockauto.com. Told you I had an announcement to make. If uh, there's no NBA games for a while, what we're going to do if you miss basketball is we're going to bring back last season of the American Unathletic Association of America. We're going to show you playoff games, and uh, we hope...
0: Not the full season? Um...
2: I mean, I don't want to torture the fans that much. but that, That's where all of my best games were. We're in the full season, so I
0: think we just do the whole thing.
2: You're kind of a regular season guy. You're yeah, really yeah. good during the regular season. Yeah, third but, leading scorer, no big deal. Yeah, uh, but it's all about the postseason, Seton. It's about winning championships, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll bring those games back. We'll let you know. Uh, hopefully, the boys in the back, the big German, is trying to track down those games, and we'll be able to uh, put those up on the website So if you're looking for some quality basketball, I mean, don't go here. But if you're looking for some entertainment and uh, something kind of close to basketball, then we'll have that for you. And no fans in attendance of those games. We were ahead of the curve with the American Unathletic Association of America. Yep. I knew that something was happening, and that's why we didn't allow any fans to watch us play basketball. All right, uh, we'll get to your phone calls, Eight seven seven three dp show You can tweet, email as well. No poll question today. At least we didn't think that there was one that was appropriate. But uh, if you come up with one that you're curious about, we can uh, have McLovin post that. Uh, let me bring in Eric Horn. He is the writer covering the Thunder for The Athletic, and he was there last night in Oklahoma City. Eric, thanks for joining us. How would you sum up last
1: night? Oh, thanks for having me, Dan. And, um, I guess I'd start by saying it was just strange. Uh, I, I kind of tweeted this out with the story that I wrote, that I, I, I'd never been in an arena as long as I'd been there last night and not covered a basketball game.
2: When did you get an inkling something was up?
1: Uh, in, in pregame intros, um, after they introduced the players, and then um, you know, once they got ready to tip off, it just took longer than usual. And, uh, you know, the the officials were kind of talking to each other. And then, um, you know, the the Thunders uh, basically head doctor, Donnie Strack, ran out. And that's when you knew. Uh, But actually, I I take that back, the the real indication, not even when Donnie Strack ran out. To me, it was when their assistant general manager, Rob Hennigan, ran out. Because it was like, okay, this is like a front office guy on the court before tip-off. Like, you never see this. And I was just like, Okay. This is definitely related to uh, coronavirus. Um, You don't want to be speculative on the Internet. So you just kind of sat there and soaked it up for a minute and then once the music kept running once those guys kept talking and talking and then the players looked confused you were like all right this is this is the thing this is this is it this is real
2: and i applaud you for this tweet in the name of not spreading misinformation i won't speculate here lot of people trying to gather as much info as possible including the teams thanks for patience that was a professional tweet by you because it's obviously a confusing time but, you know, when the PA announcer makes that announcement, the fans the fans have no idea what has transpired, I'm, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just sitting there. And, like, I had a friend of mine text me later that night, and they said that they saw my face. And they were like, I could tell that you were trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And that's exactly what everybody was doing. Nobody knew what was going on. The only people that knew what was going that were, what was going on were, um, you know, the people in, within those discussions. And we were too far away to hear what was going on. So, you know, the players are confused. The fans are confused. Even the people who are getting the information from the officials at the t- at the uh, the scores table are confused. And it's basically just a waiting game from there. You know, we'd heard in pregame that. Rudy Gobert and Emmanuel Moutier were out due to illness. But, again, you don't want to speculate. You want to wait and get all the details. And then once the team doctor runs out and they kind of uh, confer, and, and you start to start to do some reporting, as as our guy Charles Trania did for the Athletic, and Tony Jones as well, who covers the Jazz, you find out more, and then you can kind of work from there.
2: How long did the players have to stay
1: at the arena? No, the the Thunder players weren't there as long, uh, from what I understand, with the Jazz players. The Jazz players were there a while. Um, I I don't have an exact time as to when they left, but I know that their bus fired up a little bit after midnight. So if you think about when players typically get to the arena, you'd imagine that they were probably at the arena from, like, their pregame, you know, warm-ups and and how they get prepared for a game until the end of the night, it was probably about a six- or seven-hour process for them. The Thunder Thunder players were longer than that because um, from some other reporting done from other outlets, you know, they were probably there a little shorter and they didn't have to actually get the testing done that the Jazz had to get done.
2: Did you get tested?
1: I did not. Um, I thought about it long and hard, but – they didn't require us to get tested. Uh, a lot of the people that are around the Thunder team weren't required to get tested either. Um, Rudy Gobert was not in the building last night, which doesn't necessarily mean that you know, the virus hadn't uh, been spread to his teammates. But you know, Jazz personnel, Jazz media who've been around Gobert, you know, in the in the in the previous weeks, and in the players were the ones that took priority.
2: Uh, Moutier get tested?
1: I don't know that. Um, I I, I haven't heard anything otherwise about Moutier or if he actually has the virus. He wasn't one of the guys that was reported as had the virus last night. Um, I would imagine that he did get tested because he is one of the players on the team. Um, From what I understand, they were trying to figure out last night where those guys were going to stay tonight because they stayed in one hotel, 21C, that was... um, on Tuesday night, and they were trying to figure out where those guys were going to stay last night and how they were going to get home uh, today, whether it was on a the, uh, the charter plane or a charter bus.
2: What are you going to do now?
1: <laughs> write about the NBA. It's kind of like one of those things where people ask me in the offseason, oh, what do you write about when the Thunder's not playing? I'm like, yo, there's free agency, and there's the draft, and there's feature stories. It's like people act like the NBA just disappears off the earth. Once the game's in, there's always something to write about. And um, you know, this, this is something that's affecting people more than just on the court. So I'm sure we'll have plenty of plenty of things and plenty of angles to write about from there. But, you know, we've been collecting stuff over the last few weeks and in preparation for something like this. So I I don't think that we're going to be short of content anytime soon. But it is great to have the games. I mean, everybody's right in that sense. The games are what's paramount when it comes to what we do, but um, I don't think that we're going to be starving.
2: Eric, good to uh, visit with you. Thanks for joining us. I thought you handled it like a professional last night, and uh, I should not be surprised by that. But thanks for joining us.
1: You do what you can, Dan. I appreciate you having me on, man. Thank you.
2: That's Eric Horn. He uh, writes for The Athletic covering the Thunder. And the tweet that stood out was, you know, when he said – In the name of not spreading misinformation, I won't speculate here. A lot of people trying to gather as much info as possible, including the teams. Thanks for patience. That's rare nowadays, unfortunately, because we love to speculate. We like to get out in front. Uh, But he's a reporter, and he handled it the way you should in covering a news story. A news story that was fluid. And uh, those fans who booed at the time had no idea what happened. And you could tell... There was a lot of confusion there, and then once they realized that Rudy Gobert had tested positive, I don't know where they administered that test, but then they realized anybody who came in contact with Rudy Gobert, including one of the officials who did one of the Utah games earlier in the week, uh, I believe that might have been the Toronto or uh, might have been Toronto game, but uh, came in contact with Rudy Gobert, so then they canceled the Pelicans and the Sacramento Kings. All right, we'll get some phone calls here. Uh, Katie in Milwaukee leads this off. Hi, Katie.
0: Hi, Dan. Um, first time, long time. So I just wanted to start with a, I'm not an infectious specialist. I'm not a critical care doctor, so I'm a hospital medicine doctor here. Um, I just really wanted to applaud the NDA for finally taking this step. So anything that we can do to kind of stop the spread of the virus, to slow it, we don't expect it to stop completely, but anything we can do to slow the virus is going to be incredibly helpful. Um, Italy, unfortunately, did not do this, and they're now at the point where they're running out of ventilators.
2: Yeah, that's what I said, Katie. I, I just think we're uh, seven to ten days behind Italy, and thank you for the phone call. Um, I, I would just be – I'd rather be overly cautious. I'd rather look back and say, all right, o- I overreacted. And even when I said this earlier in the week and people were saying, you know, you're politicizing this, this has nothing to do with politics. I'm not weaponizing the coronavirus. I think if you listen to me long enough, you know that that's not my agenda. That's not a talking point for me. We're just searching for answers here. I'm as concerned as you are. I'm as confused as you are. And you're trying to find answers. And as much as I would love to have basketball games, The bigger picture is I'd rather we shut down everything for two weeks and then we reassess. Because if we continue to play, we continue to have people at risk. Why don't we limit the number of people at risk? To me, that's just common sense. Steve in California joins us. Hi, Steve. Dan, what's going on? Hi, Steve. Ryan in Virginia joins us.
0: Hey, Ryan. Hey, Dan, I just had a comment for you, really. I, You know, I don't think you really want to be the bad guy in this situation. You know, you you don't cancel an event that's got, you know, even 100 people. You know, a kid's basketball game or, base, you know, baseball's gearing up around this time of year. So um, volleyball tryouts are coming up. I just don't think you want to be the bad guy and say, you know, you didn't cancel something, so maybe ten more people got infected, or twenty more people got infected. I think it should be like you said. Sorry, I overreacted, but you know, my bad. I mean, f- a couple of years from now, we'll say, well, that was the right choice. Not more people, you know, more people didn't get sick.
2: So. All right. Well, thank you, Ryan. I mean, look, this is just my opinion, and and being the host, you asked me to have an opinion. Hopefully, it's an informed opinion. This is just looking at the situation and adding common sense to it. That's all. The numbers and where we're going, I I think it gets worse before it gets better. How do we make it better? By reducing the numbers. And if that's quarantining, you know, leagues and players and and, and just limiting the access there, then look, I'm sorry if we don't have March Madness or we don't have fans there or we don't have the NBA for two weeks or baseball is going to postpone the start of its uh, season or the National Hockey League shuts down for a, a week or two or three. Look at the bigger picture here. Like think think of something that uh, not about yourself and your entertainment here. This is about what is the bigger picture here. And it's not just sports. It's the entire country here. We'll take a break. More phone calls or welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. we got our play of the day coming up next. Uh, Jay Billis, kind enough to join us. Coming up top of the hour, he's covering the ACC Tournament And I was curious what baseball players are thinking about. Clayton Kershaw, the Dodgers, kind enough to join us in the final hour of the program. More of your phone calls after this on the Dan Patrick Show.
3: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today, geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast1.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show.
0: Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play,
2: the play. of the day.
1: Put it looks like go!
2: This out.
0: This is getting ready to check back in so the fans get their wish. So Vince gets back in, and hey, who knows what's gonna happen, but if there's no more basketball for a while after tonight, this is gonna go out on the floor. 126 to 128. They're gonna give it to Vince. He's gonna take a three and it. Even the Knicks are one.
2: Hello. Semisonic Sonic closing time. Maybe the last shot of Vince Carter's career. You know, it was such a strange night last night. And, you know, even the announcers knew that, uh, you know, the season was going to be put on hold, at least temporarily. But Vince Carter, after the game, said such a weird night. But I'm truly thankful for each and every person during this 22-year journey. If this is really it, I thank everyone for your love and support for all of these years. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Averaged uh, 17 points during his 22-year career. Play of the Day is brought to you by True Car. Go to True Car to build your car and compare models by options from discovery to pricing to reviews. Get everything you need with the new True Car. Top of the hour, Michigan State head coach Tom Izzo. What does he think we should do come tournament time? And he's got a game tomorrow, Uh, not tonight. Jay Billis will also join us. He's covering the ACC tournament and the Dodgers Great pitcher Clayton Kershaw on the contingency
0: plans for Major League Baseball. Yeah, Paulie, you almost wish that the uh, Hawks would release Vince Carter and let him join a playoff team in case they uh, mm. in case they, they resume the season.
2: What an unbelievable se- uh, career for him because he became a you know a great three-point shooter. He was obviously one of the great dunkers in the history of the sport. But to go from that ability to be able to be one of the better three-point shooters in the history of the game. Pretty amazing Hall of Fame career for him. More phone calls coming up. Once again, we'll talk to Tom Izzo of Michigan State. Jay Billis thinks we should shut down the NCAA tournament. Billis will join us coming up next hour. Steve in California. Steve, welcome back. Hey, Dan, I appreciate it. Sorry about the misconnection, not what happened. I appreciate you guys accepting my call on back-to-back days. Only solidifies your quality of play in the clutch on any given day, my friend. Uh, wow, what a difference twenty-four hours makes, huh? Yeah. First off, I want to thank you guys for all your hard work and effort on a daily basis. Believe me, it does not go unrecognized, Dan. Uh, Paulie, Satan, Fritzy, McLevin, truly, peace. You know of uh, uncertainty to the uncertainty that we have right now. Anyways, my question is, in all honesty, Dan, are there any comparisons to the magnitude of this coronavirus situation going on in the country today. I don't understand. I don't know if there is. Thank you, Steve. I mean, it feels unprecedented. I think the, uh, the great Spanish flu back in 1918, they canceled the Stanley cup final in 1919, I believe. But with social media and the information that is dispensed, I mean, this is moving quickly and, uh, you know, trying to get information and trying not to project or speculate too much because it's, you know, it's uncharted waters. It's dangerous to do that. And we, we're trying not to. I'm, I'm trying to give you as much information as I can when it feels like it's something that is reliable, a reliable source. Uh, Mark Maskey, who covers the NFL, uh, the NFL is considering contingencies regarding the NFL draft and other upcoming events on its schedule. Uh, The annual league meeting, possibly even free agency, a source said. League leaders are discussing all matters. Stay tuned, the source said. Yeah, I would be surprised if they're going to have the NFL draft in Vegas because they were expecting around 750,000 fans going in for the draft. You can still hold the draft, but it might be something that's sterile. I remember the first one I covered, it was at the Marriott Marquee, and there were no fans there. There weren't that many members of the media. And uh, I don't remember too many football players who were in attendance. Is it going to be something stripped down as that? Players aren't going to be hugging the commissioner. But you could still hold the draft. I don't know what kind of window you have with the draft. Like, can you push it back a little bit here? But that might be the solution. KO in Georgia joins us. Hey, KO. Hey, 5'11", 208 pounds of twisted steel,
0: four-time callers. So, Dan, as an Augusta native, there are rumors swirling around that they could possibly not allow nations to come to the National or the Masters Week. And that's going to be a big problem here. A lot of people rent their house out, get big money. A lot of people, you know, base their entire salary on doing hospitality for Masters. I mean, that's how they make their money. They They do deposits a year in advance. So how are they going to get all that money back? Are they going to accrue a loss? It it, it could be a real big problem
2: here in Augusta. Oh, I know. There's a lot of other people who are, uh, you know, their salaries depend on sporting events. All of those people who work at the new arena in San Francisco with the Golden State Warriors, they're not getting any income because they're not going to allow anybody in these games. They're not going to have concerts there as well. The fallout is just beginning, but – Crowds going to the Masters and people losing their deposits or people with Airbnb. It's just part of a growing picture here with the world of sports. Yeah, Paulie.
0: You know, Alan Chipnuck. he's a longtime golf writer for Sports Illustrated and Golf.com, Golf Magazine. He just texted us two minutes ago. He got a text from an Augusta national member, quote, I believe the tournament will be played. Discussions are ongoing. Limiting patrons seems likely. Might be none at all. Closing practice rounds, canceling the par three. Everything is on the table. Expected announcement last week. The source also told Shipnuck that if the numbers spike and things are differently, then they'll revisit that. But as of right now, they're not canceling the Masters. Yeah, he
2: says expect an announcement next week on that. But I understand this. You know, Even with the Players' Championship this week, I, I, I haven't heard any announcement, but you have all those fans who were, you know, Ponte Vedra watching the Players' Championship. You know, and that's such an important tournament there. And the number of fans who will show up for that – and that starts this morning, already started this morning. Oh, crazy, really is crazy. Tom Izzo at the top of the hour, Michigan State head coach. I want to know what precautions can you take? What is he telling his team? Jay Billis will join us coming up a little bit later on as well. Uh, once again, baseball is uh, meeting on Friday to discuss the uh, possibility if they delay the start of the season national hockey league is meeting this morning and uh, they'll discuss the immediate future of their schedule coming up as well and the california department of public health said quote large gatherings that include 250 people or more should be postponed or canceled that would obviously include sporting events when we get the information we will bring it to you Uh, of course we want to make sure what we're giving you is not speculation not rumor, not innuendo, but something that has some meat to it. And uh, there are a lot of great reporters who are covering the different sporting events, the different leagues here. I don't know where the Olympics stand on this, but there's a lot of things that are in play, not just the NCAA tournament. More phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Once again, our radio affiliates around the country, numbering 362. And our new TV home doesn't cost you anything to watch, except time. YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Hour two, coming up after this.
0: Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, All you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit
1: card necessary and simply search for our shows to start listening.